Welcome to Warrior's Day Off, a podcast where we will share stories of life's unexpected struggles and conversations about the many faces of courage, strength, hope, and survival. So it's with an open heart, an open mind, and without judgment that we begin this experience together. I'm Jennifer Eby. Everyone has a story, and each is unique to their personal circumstances. At Warrior's Day Off, we're simply a safe place where guests and listeners can take a break from society's expectations or definition of what strong looks like, sounds like, and feels like. It's not our intention to provide medical or legal advice, nor to suggest that any one way is the right way. I'm inspired by these stories. Perhaps you will be too. Today's episode features Massachusetts entrepreneur Donna Lee, owner, designer, and inventor of R-YOLO, the machine-washable, environmentally-friendly R-YOLO yoga mat. Donna launched her company in 2020, and her yoga mat became an instant hit. In a scene straight out of a Hollywood movie, she was invited to a pre-Oscars party where her R. Yolo mat was featured in the luxury swag bag presented to Academy Award nominees and other A-listers. Her Instagram page includes pictures with actress Viola Davis, music producer and songwriter Kizzo, singer Jordan Sparks, and many others. At 58 years old, reflecting on her once-in-a-lifetime experience, she says she couldn't have written a more perfect script and adds, I think my story is just beginning. The R. Yolo mat has since been included in GBK Brand Bar's gift guide for the traveler in GQ and on Chronicle 5 WCVB Channel 5 in Massachusetts and now on Warrior's Day Off. Donna, welcome. Thank you so much, Jen. This is such an honor. I'm so happy to meet you and become friends with you and talk to you about your journey. Uh, would you start us with the name of your company, R. Yolo? It's a pleasure to meet you as well. So the name of my company is R. Yolo, which stands for Remember You Only Live Once. And I came up with that name due to an accident I had in on Father's Day in June of 2018. I had just left my yoga practice and um, was feeling pretty good and it was a 90 minute program. And I was involved in some sort of freak accident where I was outside my car. It was rolling backwards. I fell underneath it and um, it ultimately rode over my, my core. And um, the good news is I had just come from yoga. So I feel like yoga saved my life that day because I was pretty pretty relaxed. And so I didn't tense up or make it uncomfortable for me to experience what was about to happen. I just sustained multiple close fractures to my pelvis, as well as three broken ribs. And I know that sounds like a lot, but in reality, it wasn't that much. I, the, the hospital I went to was a trauma center, and they were actually very surprised that I didn't rupture an organ or sustain more damage to my body. I didn't require surgery. So I really feel that my yoga practice that day was instrumental in um, preventing serious injuries. I was on the DL for a while, but all in all, it, it turned out to be okay. As I mentioned, it was Father's Day. And I, as I was leaving my practice, the car in front of me had a license plate that said Papa. And my 
father has passed, but that was the name we called my dad. And I felt his presence that day. And I also feel that he was probably my guardian angel and helping me get through such a serious accident. And um, so I'm lucky to be here. Why did it roll backwards? I had gotten outside of the car and it, I put it in park. It was still running. And then I reached in to turn off the button to the, the engine. And as soon as I did that, I heard this click and I'm like, oh boy. And it sounded like it was kind of near and um, starting to basically, then it started to do a slow row backwards. Um, I have read though that with these new starting systems in these cars, they can be problematic where they can slip out of gear. So wow. you, you have a successful career with the Massachusetts Department yeah. of Transportation. Uh, what led you to starting a company at this stage of your life? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always been inspired by invention ideas. I planted the seed of the idea of coming up with this machine washable mat prior to the pandemic. The fall of 2019, I was uh, working out, out at my club and I was using the mats at the gym. They were kind of not being cleaned properly. And I just was questioning, you know, how did these mats really get cleaned? And they also had some dispensers in the studios where you could take the wipes and wipe down the mat. But I felt like that was pretty superficial in terms of you just cleaning the surface and, and the, the bacteria and whatnot is basically becoming embedded in the, in the rubber because it's a pretty porous material that the rubber mats are made out of. Plus the chemicals. And the chemicals, yeah. Most of those rubber mats are made out of PVC which is a, is a type of chemical that can produce cancer. That, in combination with these wipes and the wipes that we're using, that we're using at this club, um, were not environmentally friendly. So there was chemicals in that as well. So a girlfriend of mine advised me, don't use the wipes, you know. And it's like, I felt like at this, we got this conundrum here, like, how do you get this mat clean? And she's like, well, go get your own mat. So I did. And in experiencing my own mat, I, I realized it didn't hold up very long. And eventually it just started to deteriorate pretty quickly. So I was looking at replacing my mat more frequently because I wasn't getting um, an expensive mat at the time. So I just realized, you know, we've got something here that there's got to be a solution to. There's, you've got to be able to clean these mats better than just wiping them down. So on January 1st, uh, 2020, I decided to do a manifesting class on inventing this mat. So I enter this class, it's an online course, and there's a woman I follow by the name of Gabrielle Bernstein, and she does this manifesting program January 1st of every year. I just bought her book, by the way. Oh, you yeah. did? Which one the, did you? The one uh, about the universe. The universe has your back. That is my favorite book of hers. And I, I like order it by the case. I give it out to my friends like Halloween candy. It's like, oh, this is, this is for you. This is for you. <laughs> yeah, that one is my favorite. So I, I have a journal. It's a journal she provided. And I um, started writing. In the first day, I basically wrote in my journal, I want to manifest a machine washable, machine dryable mat. Um, I had done a little bit of research prior to deciding to do this manifesting event. 
And I noticed there really wasn't anything out there comparable to what I had in mind. So throughout this 21-day journey with her, you write in your journal responses to the prompt she, she provides you. And surprisingly, I guess, on the 22nd day, everything came to me like instantaneously as to what I needed to do all the materials I needed to work with to make this map. And like I said prior, I, I went into this like, I want to do this, but I don't know what my materials are going to be and all the details. I It was very unclear. So on the 22nd day, I realized, wow, I should have my top layer of my mat be like a Turkish towel. And the great feature of Turkish towels is they're super absorbent. I'm a sweater when I do any kind of mat exercise or activity. So when I'm using my mat and it has the Turkish towel, I can't even tell I'm sweating because it's kind of doing its job where it's um, absorbing my sweat as I'm I'm working out. And I knew I knew that was a problem for me before with the traditional mats because since I do sweat, I I had a lot of um, concern over that. I was, it kind of distracted from my practice, to be honest, because I was using a towel to wipe my hands down and whatnot. So I then realized I needed some sort of padding and I did some research on, you know, what I needed for the middle layer to be padded. And I went to Joanne's Fabrics and I found a a one-sided fusible interface and I said, okay, that'll I'll use that for my prototype. And then I Googled some non-slip rubber and I found I found a product that is like paper thin rubber. It doesn't have PVC in it and um, it's non-slip. So those were the things that were so important to me to make this mat come together. I know how to sew. I ordered all my materials and I got them and I did my prototype. I put everything together and um, and in parallel, I'm still researching whether something like this exists and it doesn't. I actually hired a um, patent researcher and they couldn't come up with anything similar to what I was putting together. And the Mac came out great. And then I started machine washing it and machine drying it. And I realized, wow, I think I'm onto something. I then made a couple more prototypes and I gave a couple prototypes to some of my um, Pilates and yoga instructors that I worked with. And they gave me great feedback. And they said, you know, honestly, why doesn't something like this already exist? And I said to them, well, it was meant for me to do it. (laughs) That's the big question that is always asked when a new product comes to market, right? Why didn't right. this? Why didn't someone think of this before? Somebody once said to me, "the the only thing that hasn't been created is what hasn't been thought of." So right, it's, right, right. It's true. Um, so, is do you wash the entire mat in its entirety, or does the top layer come off and you no. wash that? No. So they're all um, all three layers of material are sewn together, and I was instrumental in determining how to how to put this mat together, how to sew it, how to make it so that it was pretty sustainable in terms of it's not going to it's not going to fall apart. And back to my prototype, I recently heard back from my Pilates teacher that I gave a mat to two and a half years ago and she actually said it's my favorite mat. It's my go-to mat. It's still like brand new. So, um I was pretty happy to hear that. I know a lot of people ask me how long does the mat last? And I'm since I've only had it had my first prototype two and a half years ago, right now it's two and a half years. But we can check back in a few more years, and I'm sure it's still going to be a mat that hasn't fallen apart because it's so it's so well made. 
Did I read that most of the material is locally sourced in New England and it's made in New England? What, what, what's that story? Yes. So in, in moving forward in terms of how to source my materials, I was able to source my rubber out of a, a company in um, Plymouth, Massachusetts. So I have to buy in big volume in order to work with them. And then I stumbled upon a company up in Limerick, Maine, that is supplying me with my padded um, interfacing for the in, inside of the mat. And the padding serves two purposes. One is for comfort when you're using the mat. And the second is in the manufacturing process. It makes it much easier to put this mat together if the towel is fused to the interfacing. And the, the only thing that comes from out of the country is the Turkish towel. I get those delivered from Turkey. They're, um, they're loomed in Turkey and they're loomed every time I make an order, they make them for me. So that's the only product that is coming out, coming from outside the country. And they are manufactured in Cranston, Rhode Island. So that's how it all came together. I just recently got my logo, which is the owl, and it's at the top of the mat, which is instrumental in keeping your practice focused. I mean, it's a focal point on the mat. And my company name has been registered as as a registered trademark. So I'm excited to. Congratulations. That, yeah, that was, that was a nice Exciting. win over yeah, this. Com- companies have been struggling to fulfill orders to meet demands. Have you experienced production challenges as you scale up to meet demand? I've actually been kind of lucky in the way that the process has been falling into place for me. I've been able to get the materials for the most part, delivered to my manufacturer. Uh, some of the some of the challenges I'm working with is is producing enough product for purchase. But in this in the same thing that's going on in terms of, I had to find an order fulfillment company. So there's a lot of moving parts in this process that I was unaware of. I just thought it would be you know we make a mat, we ship it out. It's not that simple. <laughs> you got to get a lot of players on your team. So I was lucky enough to know about the, the piece that was going to happen on Chronicle and ramp up my manufacturing. So I have, as of now, I have enough mats in stock and the orders are coming in daily as a result of my piece on um, Chronicle. So it was really, a, really a big win for me that locally I got acknowledged. You know, I live in the Boston area and Chronicle is a Boston-based news magazine. It's at Channel 5 in Needham and I grew up in Needham, so it's kind of all about Needham right now. <laughs> so I think I've been able to overcome a lot of the hurdles and challenges with the supply chain, but, you know, knock on wood, I, I hopefully won't have to endure any of that. So tell us, how did you get invited to the pre-Oscars party? <laughs> Yeah. So I think I, you know, I met, I mentioned this manifesting and apparently the manifesting with this particular product has not ended. Whenever I put a thought out there in terms of what I need to do next with my mat, it somehow happens. And I have to stress that this manifesting thing really, really works if you put, you put the time and energy into it. 
and I'm pretty passionate about this product. So my goal in January was I was headed out to Pasadena, California to go to a, a yoga expo because I felt that I needed to get some influencers in order to make my mat readily available to more, more people in the market. So I figured, you know, I'll go to this yoga expo and my whole flight out there, I just kept repeating like, oh, I got to get some influencers and, you know, this, this is going to happen. And um, I get to the expo and it wasn't as well attended as I expected it to be because of probably COVID. Prior years, there were a lot more vendors and whatnot. But I did find this lovely lady. She's based out of Florida and she she agreed to you know work with me to be an influencer and i'm like saying to myself oh mission accomplished i got my one and only influencer not like that's gonna change anything too much so i went up to pacific palisades where my cousin lives and i needed to get one of my mats to somebody at the kimpton hotels which is a very large hotel boutique chain and in in my dialogue with this person through email she directed me to the La Pierre Hotel, which is a boutique hotel of the Kimptons in West Hollywood. So I get there. I love going into gift shops. So I went into the GBK brand bar, which was the gift shop attached to this hotel location. And I met the owner. And I, I actually saw a mat at the store in the corner. It wasn't on display very well. And it actually said on it that it was machine washable. And I kind of got like, wow, this this must be my competition, but it's not, you know, because it's rubber. And Gavin walked over to me and he introduced himself and I, I started asking him about this mat. I said, how can you put this in the washing machine? I wouldn't put this in my washing machine, it would break. Uh -huh. He said, oh, well, you would need a heavy duty washing machine to wash this mat. And I said, yeah, and we don't all have one of those. So I said, let me tell you about my mat, because my mat is truly machine washable. So we got into a conversation. I said I was from the East Coast, and he shared with me that his mom grew up in Worcester. So there was like an instant connection. He was very intrigued and fascinated by my product and said to me, you know, I'm responsible for putting together these swag bags for a pre-Oscar event for the stars. And he said, and I just love your product. Would you be interested in participating in that event? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? But I, you know, I didn't know all the details. And I, I said, you know, do I, do I have to be here for the event? And he said, well, absolutely. You know, you, you come out. It's two days before the Oscars. And you meet the stars. You basically gift your mat to the stars and... I couldn't believe it. So this whole manifesting with this mat is I wind up in situations like this that I never intended to. So it just, they just all come to me. And when I wound up speaking with him at a later time and signing up to do this, I said to him, you know, Gavin, meeting you was like meeting, it was finding a needle in a haystack. And he said, yep, pretty much. I mean, what are the chances that I walk into this little boutique and two months later i'm meeting viola davis i'm meeting anthony anderson and the other cool thing was it, it took place at the beverly wilshire hotel and um on rodeo drive in 
Hollywood, beautiful hotel. And of course, that's where Pretty Women was filmed. So it just was magical. There were about 30 vendors. We were on this garden rooftop and stars came by every 15 minutes. We were given a list of who was showing up by the hour. So you were prepared so you could do your homework in a sense, like find out anything about this particular celebrity that you might be able to um, have a conversation about. And Viola Davis actually grew up in Cedar Falls, Rhode Island. When I met her, I said, you know, the mats are made in Cranston. She says, oh, that town is right next door to where I grew up. So it was it was a nice opportunity to, to do a deeper connection with some of the celebrities. That's exciting. You've since been invited to other parties as well, haven't you? Um, I believe I have. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I honestly... Sometimes I can't keep track of how many times um, somebody reaches out to me and invites me to something. I've been doing a lot of work with Suffolk University. I'm in the MBA program with them, and I somehow found my way into the entrepreneurial school, so in the business school. I get invited to a lot of events related to Suffolk. They've been so supportive. And a lot of times when I'm, I need some help getting a particular challenge resolved, I can reach out to them and they find somebody in the business world to work with me. I've won two pitch competitions with them. I've been working with um, Junior Achievement in helping up and coming uh, high school students that are interested in becoming entrepreneurs. I'm working with them to help determine if it really means what they want it to be. So it's really exciting in terms of that type of give back. It's not just about the mat. It's, you know, working with people that really want to invent something. What's next? Do you see opening retail locations or expanding the product line? I do see a wholesale channel happening right now. I'm in, um, I'm negotiating a a deal with a very well-known spa, doing a prototype for them right now. And that looks like it's going to get delivered to the spa probably in the September timeframe. And that would be a private label? It is a private label. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I did get a sample of it a couple of weeks ago and it's absolutely beautiful. So I'm super excited about that. So that's going to probably be the start of launching some of the wholesale opportunities for me. And I, I foresee going into like a Kimpton. I know back in the day and why I reached out to the Kimpton hotels was before COVID, they used to have yoga mats in the rooms yeah. for their I've guests. I've stayed at Kimpton's. I've, I've seen the yoga mats. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, you know, now with COVID, people may not want to use those mats and kind of word's going to get out that, you know, you can't really get them clean. So I'm hoping that I can have a conversation with the Kimpton Hotels. Like if you still want to offer a mat, maybe consider my mat as an alternative because it's almost like a bathrobe. You know, somebody will use it and they can take the bathrobe and the mat and put it in the washing machine and return it to the to the room for the next guest to use. That's another thing I'm trying to do and work with some of these high-end boutique hotels and offering my my mat to them. And we and I like I said working with a private label, I I think that's the way to go cuz a lot of these uh high-end hotels like to have their name associated with a product like that. Well, thank you so much, Donna. Is there is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share? 
Well, I wanted to mention that being on your podcast is really exciting. I do want to offer a free shipping if anybody is interested. We'll put up a code on our site, r-yolo.com. And if you enter Warrior, you'll get free shipping if you're going to purchase a mat. That's so nice. Thank you so much, Donna, for sharing your story with us. To learn more about our YOLO, visit r-yolo.com and use the code WARRIOR if you want to purchase a mat and get free shipping. That's thanks, right. Thanks, Donna. Thank you so much, Jen. A special thanks to my friends for making this podcast possible today and to the listeners out there. Thanks for giving me a chance and for your time. I find inspiring stories are all around. You just have to tune in. Thanks for joining us today at Warrior's Day Off. This is Jen Eby. You got this.